Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm Edwin. And if you listen to this, this is our Once More We're Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Today we're doing Season 5, Episode 2, Real Me. This episode originally aired October 3rd, 2000. Written by David Fury and directed by David Grossman. Over to you, Eddie. Sorry. (laughs) Whenever you're ready. Uh, This is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan, but Jared has never watched the series all the way through, and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. Yep. And with this episode, Eddie? Mm, Meh. Meh? This is a meh for you? Yeah. Yeah, it was very meh for me. (laughs) Yeah, I have to admit. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty much the only only way to describe this M-E-H, episode. Meh. Meh. Mm-hmm. It's it's not so I'm probably being a bit unfair on the episodes. It's not like a bad episode. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's not great. So it, like it's not a bad episode like Gingerbread or Teacher's Pet. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's <sighs> It's it's just setting up the plot for the rest of the season. It's like a it's a it's an exposition episode, pretty yeah. much. So did you did you feel like this was kind of like that rock? What was it? The rock star episode? Uh, rock Superstar. Superstar episode yeah. where you didn't know what was going on. Is that sort of what's happening with what's sort yeah, of happening with so, this episode? So they they don't explain like Dawn's presence isn't explained, and she like mm. it's not like Buffy comes in going, "Hey, this is my kid's sister." Who's been living in LA with my dad? Yeah, <laughs> like she doesn't come and introduce. So her you're like still that. you're still at that point where you have no idea what the fuck's going yeah. on. Yeah, but you know they've got they did have that scene with the homeless man, so you know that they're that they're not trying to shoehorn this in. Yeah, this isn't just introduce a new plucky character. Yeah, yeah. And I think if it was, let's introduce a new plucky character, they would have just said like shoehorned it in as she's been living with her dad in LA. Hmm, And she would have been walking around introducing her to people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And explaining her presence. But no, they throw her in and everybody knows her. They all, they have a history with her. They have a rapport with her. Yeah. You know, they've got little nicknames for her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And Buffy hates her, you know, like like you would hate his sister, you know. It seems very natural. Yeah, Buffy's annoyed by her. Mm. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. So play it pretty casual. So yeah. So you, if you were just watching this episode for the first time, you would think that this was a character that's always been in the show. If this is like. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I think the maybe do the blurb and then I'll the blurb the blurb do this. I don't like the word blurb. Okay. Can we call it a summary? Right. Do the summary. (laughs) Do the summary. Okay. Mm Hmm. I don't like blurbs. <laughs> Blurb. Blurb. Sounds like you're coughing up something. Joyce asks Buffy to take Dawn shopping for school supplies as she plans to go to the magic shop with Giles. Giles drives her sisters on their errands in his new BMW convertible and they meet up with Willow and Tara who are also on the way to the magic shop. At the shop, the gang finds an owner dead, killed by vampires. Buffy sends Dawn outside where she encounters a deranged man. The gang realises that a pack of vampires raided the shop for books on how to defeat the Slayer under Harmony's leadership. Giles admires the shop and its potential for future business. That night, Xander and Anya 
arrive at the Summer's house to babysit Dawn. Harmony arrives to challenge Buffy. Xana taunts Harmony and her minions from the safety of their house until Dawn mistakenly invites Harmony inside. Harmony attacks, but they fight her off and lock her out of the house. When Buffy and Riley return home, Xana tells Buffy about Harmony and, after the Slayer stops laughing, she gets angry. Dawn overhears parts of the conversation and runs outside as Anya tries to stop her, but Harmony's vampire gang attack and Anya is badly hurt. Harmony complains to Dawn about her problems until her mutinous minions attempt to kill them both. Buffy, who threatened Spike until he revealed Harmony's location, arrives and easily kills most of her minions as Harmony escapes. The next day, Buffy and Giles talk about his decision to take over the magic shop, while Dawn writes in her journal that Buffy still thinks she's a nobody, but she will be in for a surprise. The end. Round of applause, everyone. <laughs> All right, Eddie. Uh, so where you want to take down this meha hole? <laughs> well, the other thing is, is that it's not a bad episode. It's not bad enough that you skip it, uh, but it's not a filler episode either. Like you do kind of need this episode because it does set up a lot of things for the future. Yeah. Um, well, it is building on the characters. So it's, yeah. I mean... Although people use that term filler episode, but you need these episodes to fill in the gaps. Otherwise, yeah. you don't know what's going on or who's or what everyone's relationship is towards each other. So you need to establish the fact that Dawn and Buffy hate each other like siblings would. Well, they don't. You know what? They don't hate each other. Well, they hate. They, they, hate. they annoy each other. Yeah, and so hate's a strong word. Okay. Yeah. But no, yeah, they annoy each other. Yeah. But they're they, frustrated. Like, like there's that. It's sort of that loving frustration that you have for a sibling. Yeah, and even in the end, like when. Joyce says, what happened? And they look at each other and they're like, oh, nothing. Yeah, yeah. They had to cover each other's asses because both our asses are on the line a little yeah, bit. So yeah. it was better to say nothing than to dobber in. Yeah. Uh, but also I think the main thing that happens in this – one of the main issues with this episode is that I think they had the episodes pre-written before they had cast uh, Michelle Trachtenberg as Dawn. Uh, so the character was – meant to be younger. So the character was only meant to be like 12. Right. Um, so they've aged her up to 14 when uh -huh. they when they cast Michelle Trachtenberg. But it's still written in the voice of a 12-year-old. Yeah, she does seem <laughs> quite young for her age. Yeah. yeah. I noticed that. Um, and the fact that they get a babysitter for like a – for a 14-year-old. I think she even said she's old enough to be a babysitter. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was babysitting at 14. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so, but I mean, you know, this isn't the world of this is the world of vampires, so you know. Well, they need to have the plot happen. <laughs> I think <laughs> so. Needs Xander needs to be at the house, and yeah, mm. so that the plot can happen. Correct. Um, but but also, like all Buffy episodes, there are good things in there, like. Yeah, even are for if oh harmony is amazing. Like harmony, yeah, I did like harmony, harmony makes this episode. Like yeah. she's she's absolute. This is harmony, peak harmony. Hmm. <laughs> she's gold in this episode. <laughs> okay, hi. First of all, I want to thank everybody for a really successful raid on the magic shop last night. Good job, minions. Yes, you deserve it. Secondly. Somebody remembered to pick me up the sweetest little unicorn. Does she come back much after this? Or? Yeah, she's yeah. pretty much a regular for 
the rest oh, okay. of this season. Yeah. Oh, cool. Good. So Spike and Harmony sort of become, I suppose they are kind of the minor baddies of the season, but they're more of a nuisance. Yeah. <laughs> they're intimidating. Just yeah. Like they constantly have these little plans and things that they try to do to Buffy, but it never works. <laughs> Even recycling other people's ideas. What are you yes. going to do? Kid up a friend and hold it for ransom? Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. New plan. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that she's like, Spike's hardly in this episode, uh, but the scene that he has with Harmony, they, they do have really good chemistry together. Yeah, they do work well. Well, hello, Harm. Spikey. I mean, Spike. Long time. All right. And another thing that I hate about this episode is that they use that trope of overhearing Hearing someone, uh, yeah, and then uh, running off, yeah, and then getting yourself hurt. Yeah, I kind of uh, rolled my eyes at that. Like, yeah, oh, we're doing this, are we? <laughs> doing this again? Yeah, again, really? Mm. Great. Yeah, yeah. Bit lazy that one. Yeah, bit of lazy writing going on. Uh so. Um, I did like the way that they showed that Dawn has been in this, is meant to belong in this universe at this point. Yeah. Uh, with that breakfast scene, like that almost choreographed little breakfast dance that they do. Yeah. Um, so she just slotted straight in. Yeah, she's just, yeah. Like she's always, like she's been, always there. been there. Yeah. Um, it's done quite well. Yeah. And... Uh, but you do, yeah, as I said before, you do realise something's off and that uh, she doesn't belong there when the crazy guy comes up to her. And what does he say to her? He says, what does he, he says something. Um, you don't belong here or something? Yeah, yeah, or? he comes up saying you don't belong here and he's like, I know you, Kurds and Way. Now, that is a reference back to the um, quote from Faith. Oh, I, oh yes! In yeah. graduation day, you, you that know the weird dream. Yeah, in the yeah. you know little Miss Muffet the, counting down from seven three zero. Yeah, yeah, the weird dream with all the prophecies in it. Yes. Yeah. So, and she says something, and Faith also says something about little sis is coming while staring into the dawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so nicely yeah, done. So they have been kind of teasing this arrival of dawn. Throughout, then in Restless, you even have uh, Tara saying, "Be back before dawn." Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so she, yep. Yeah, so curds and whey. It's that rhyme. Little Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet eating her curds and whey. Yes, yeah. I know the rhyme. You know the rhyme. Along came a spider and sat by the. Uh, hang on. Along came a spider and sat down beside her and frightened Miss Muffet away. Yes. <laughs> Uh, you know what a tuffet is? Uh, it's like a little seat. It's like yeah, a little like a uh, cushion sort of thing. Yeah, a tuffet. Can you buy tuffets anymore? I don't know. I don't <laughs> think so. I don't even think you could buy curds and whey. What are curds and whey? I'm pretty sure it's just yogurt. Yeah, isn't it just yeah yogurt <laughs> or or um kind of egg or something eggy yogurt? Or? No, no, it's like it's it's just when yogurt separates. Mm-hmm. So whey is you know how yogurt gets that clear liquid. That's yeah. whey. Okay. Yeah. Who'd eat that? I remember mum making it for me once. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> should, you get, should you give you a tuffet as well? <laughs> I think I asked her, what's curds and whey? 
<laughs> similar thing. And she oh, okay. she was like, oh, I've got some in the cupboard. I'll make it for you. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was very nice of her. Yeah. Again, I don't think it was particularly Not nice. that nice. Yeah. Poor man's food, was it? No. I don't really. I, I honestly don't really know much about curds. Or <laughs> <laughs> All right. Going down a rabbit hole here, aren't we? <laughs> yes. You can look it up. But yeah, pretty much it's just like a yogurt type dessert. Uh, and throughout this episode, you're still not quite sure whether Dawn is evil. Is she aware that she's she doesn't belong there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like you, you're not. You know, is she up to something nefarious? Well, is, it, is this part of it some sort of evil plan? Yeah. Well, she said something a little ambiguous at the end. Yes. She? You're in for a big surprise. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Boy, is she in for a surprise. Yeah. yeah. So, you have that sort of ominous statement at the end where you're like, oh, is she, is she good? Is she bad? Is she plotting is she, is against she it? sucking the life out of them or something? Is she, is she aware of what she is or? Does is she, she think she, yeah, does, yeah, exactly. Does she know that she's not? She's just been inserted into the show. Yeah. Very peculiar. Yes. Very peculiar. A little peculiar. Now we'll go we'll talk about Giles. Yeah. Being the watcher again? <laughs> yeah, so you have Giles sort of coming to the end of his little midlife crisis, except that he buys a little sporty You can't have a red midlife crisis without buying a little sporty red, red car. car. <laughs> well, red cars do go faster. Do they now? Yes. Yes. I do remember. <laughs> I do remember when you had your V. What is it? Your HX? Was it the red? Oh, the Ute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, it was AU3. An AU3 V8. Oh, no, it was a V6. I thought it was a V8. No, it was a six cylinder. Oh, okay. The panel van was a V8. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you could hear that panel fan mm, coming from a mile away. Yeah. It's rocking, don't come and knock it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so he gets a little BMW to replace his Citroën that you saw spike wreck. Thank God that's gone. The Citroën. I thought you liked the Citroën. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else was I going to say? Yeah, so, he's, so Giles is coming... To the end of his midlife crisis, he's sort of finding his way again. Uh, he's well, he's, tra- been, he's been given purpose now. Yeah, he's got a purpose now. So he's back training Buffy. Uh, he sees the potential in the magic shop. Uh, yeah, so now the magic shop will become kind of their new base of operations. Yeah, they, from, need, they needed that, yeah. Yeah, from here on out, I and, guess. and that's a good idea because that can sort of – into one other story plots and stuff like that, I think, rather whether people can come through. I mean, I don't know if that happens, but I just, yeah, a better setting, more open. Yeah. I guess. Well, they kept using, well, they had been using Giles' apartment. But yeah, as you said, it's probably going to be more of a, like, it feels organic when they move into the magic shop, like... It, it's a good idea. It's a good plan. Yeah, it is. I like. I that, think they yeah. put a little. They put a training space out the back for Buffy. Mm. That's some good training she was doing too. Balancing on that. Oh, that was, block. Do you know what it kind of reminded me of? Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> kind of remind me. Yeah. What is it? Return of the Jedi. Empire Strikes Empire Back. Strikes you knew back. that. That's it. Yes. <laughs> well, which one was it? Oh, I don't remember. 
And then, well, I think it's something about the 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 crystals being stacked, and it's when Luke's like putting the rocks, yeah. stacking the rocks, and then he loses his concentration and falls. Yeah, interrupted by his little sister. <laughs> well, isn't he? Oh, he's interrupted by a flash of something. Bobby's sister, yeah, yeah, Bobby's sister. <laughs> In trouble. Yes. Uh, the other thing that happens, uh, Tara mentions that she feels like a bit of an outsider. Still? And yeah. I mean, she's been involved so, in everything for a while now. Mm. Why does she feel like that? Uh, well, I think she does say it's because they've got this bond that you can't really, you can't really break into their group. They've, they've been through so much together. That she will, I think she was pretty much saying she'll always feel like an outsider. I guess, maybe. That will come back (laughs) Uh, into it. Um, Ah, yeah, Buffy forgetting that she made plans with Riley. Oh, yes. Uh, He is very much starting to become an afterthought to her. Hmm. Like she's, she's, uh, what do you call it? Losing interest? Uh, not losing interest. She's just not... Uh, she's In love with you? No, I love no, no, you, no, 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 no. Don't you start saying that. <laughs> uh, it's not taking advantage. Um, she just kind of thinks he's always going to be there. Okay. Like, what do you call that? What's the word? I'm trying to think of the word. <laughs> taking him for granted? Taking him for granted. That's it. Yeah. Like, I feel that she's taking him for granted. Uh and that he's just going to always be there. Mm. Um, but she's she's not really putting much effort into the relationship. Uh, and th- that's going to come back <laughs> in a big way. Well, waiting for that one. <laughs> yep. Uh, Anya getting hurt. This actually becomes a big plot point in the next episode. She seems to cop it, I've noticed. Yeah. They had of all the characters, like she got the hand, uh, the knife through the hands yeah. in the oh, episode. It, yeah. Uh, the, yeah, she seems to. I think Giles probably cops it. Worse. Oh, he does too. But I mean, it's not 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 the the knife through the hand sort of stuff. I think it was wasn't a, a knife. It was a plant a thing, plant. like a vine. Okay. Yeah, a thorny, <laughs> a thorny vine through the hand. Yeah, it was a bit of body horror in that one. Yeah, I suppose Giles did get his head sliced open, but it was a dream, so that doesn't really count, <laughs> does it? <laughs> Yeah, mm. I don't know. Would you count that as one of his head injuries? It is a yeah. head. It is a head injury. It is a head injury. Yeah. Ah, uh, again, you get the thematic link of Buffy being stuck between what she wants and her calling. Like she's kind of a bit jealous that Dawn gets to be a kid, mm. and she doesn't get to be a kid. Yeah. <laughs> There is definitely some resentment there. I noticed yeah, that. Yeah, I think she's got a bit of resentment there. Hmm. Uh, that will play out, bitch, <laughs> throughout this season. Um, now, I think they change up the fighting style. I think this season they've got a new stunt woman. Yeah, for Buffy. Uh, I did. I was reading that. So maybe they're doing things a little more different. Yeah, well, she seems think, to be a little more jump, a little less jumpy, a bit more flexible. I think. Yeah, so I think she's um, going like because she's getting in touch. I think it's they changed it to 
kind of show how she's getting in touch with her uh, slayer powers. So I think they said it's less martial arts, more bare, knuck- bare knuckle boxing. Okay. <laughs> and that that's kind of the way that it changes from, yeah, martial arts to bare knuckle, mm. you know, just sheer brute force. Right. I was thinking the other way, actually, but maybe you're right. I've only seen a couple episodes. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't really have much else. Oh, hang on. One more thing. Yeah. Uh, the actor who plays Cyrus is Tom Link, who will come back in the series. Yes. Um, in season six, he's Andrew. All right. I'll keep an eye out for him. Yeah. He's, he becomes a main bad guy. All right. Um, yeah, because he's and because he's in full vampire makeup the whole time. Yeah, you can get away with doing it. You can that. get away with doing it. Yeah. And like to be honest, I think I watched this through multiple, multiple times before I was like, huh? is that Tom Link? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I didn't even notice, yeah, to okay. be honest. So uh are we gonna do it? <laughs> Ew <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that line really did come out of nowhere when he says that. I was like, what the hell is he, is he actually asking to have sex with her? That's what I... the plan. <laughs> Wait, so we're going to do it? Oh, and she's also wearing the most amazing gold lame pants in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's working on a villainous. She's getting there, you know. Yeah, she's yeah. she's doing reading some self-help books. <laughs> yeah. she, she says... Um, uh, something that she actually says the title of the episode as well. Like I found the real me. Mm. Um, so what does the title mean then? Real me. Real me. Um, she says that in the first part. No one knows the real me. Like, like Dawn her, says that. Yeah, her narration. She says that. Right. No one knows the real me. We should dive into more on the title sometimes. I think. Yeah. We kind of miss that one, don't we? I yeah. think. And sometimes the titles don't mean don't mean anything. Don't mean anything, <laughs> and sometimes they mean a lot. Yeah. So I think we usually do cover it. Yeah, I think I bring bring it up when it's relevant. Yeah, relevant. Um. Now, had you seen this episode? Uh, no, this is a new one for me. Yeah, pretty fresh. Okay. Um. And did you go down any rabbit holes? No, no rabbit holes of this one. There was nothing too deep. Well, I think the Kurds and Way. I think I'm. I probably should have looked into. Uh, yeah, no, nothing really grabbed me. As I said, this episode wasn't that entertaining for me. It's work. <laughs> I think the the, ne- the next episode is much better. Okay, we'll look forward to that. Um, you get into question. Yeah, time? let's get into question time. Answer the question. So, Jared, which character was your favourite in this episode? Uh, Harmony. Yeah, I've got Got to get the harmonies going, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, which character do you love to hate in this so I episode? So, I think the correct answer is Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I've got. Yeah, so, yes, that, that is the correct answer, is Dawn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, LOL moment. So, I think all the scenes... Maybe the first scene with Harmony and the Minions. She's <laughs> doing her speech and what they're going to do, and he gives in the unicorn. <laughs> the fact that she has what, like she has a whole table with unicorns. Cheap, cheap what, is, what did he call them? Cheap 
What, porcelain sort of... Ceramics. Yeah. Cheap, tacky ceramic And you just used to look at the other guys, I had to get it, you know. She <laughs> sighed me. She sighed whipped. <laughs> sigh whipped. <laughs> yeah. She sighed me. Sire whipped. Um, mine would have to be uh, Giles driving his um, his new BMW uh, convertible and it's an automatic transmission and he keeps slipping it into neutral. <laughs> <laughs> now, you can't actually move those things when they're driving. Really? You, uh, you, mm. Oh, you could probably put it in neutral. Yeah. But you couldn't put it in park or anything like that. Yeah. I remember there was a James Bond movie where he's driving with a girl and they're having like a bit of an argument and he just puts the car in park as they're like flying down a you know, windy mountain at like 100 k's an hour or something. Uh, I've heard, I know a friend of mine tried to do that when something was happening with a friend and the thing just popped out like it just wouldn't. Wouldn't go in. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you can put it into neutral. Put it in that, neutral. That, that's what he kept doing. Was oh, putting you're putting it in neutral. Okay. Yeah, he kept, kept accidentally putting it into neutral. Um, and he's like, I'm, I'm just not used to this automatic transmission. I loathe just sitting here, not contributing. No, 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 it's not working. <laughs> Buffy's like, Giles, are you breaking up with your car? He's like, well, it did seduce me all red and sporty. <laughs> Love those sports cars. The red sports cars. And then Buffy's like, little two-door tramp. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Favourite fight scene? We almost got the return of uh, Xander and Harmony fighting again. Yes. Well, not <laughs> another, as dramatic another, as another, last time. Another slap fight. Yeah, I did like that one, actually. Yeah, uh, Yeah, I like the, the Harmony's trap fight scene where all the Harmony gang get killed <laughs> pretty much. Buffy takes them out all pretty yeah. easily. I think, it, it was, I think the only one that gives her any trouble is Mort. Yeah, um, the muscle a, guy. He's a big muscly hmm. guy. But even then she kills him pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Favourite scene? Again, I'm just going to say all the scenes with Harmony and her minions are all, <laughs> all pretty um, good. Yeah, I, I've got... Buffy laughing at the fact that Harmony had minions. <laughs> <laughs> I think I read somewhere that Joss Whedon was doing funny faces behind the camera to make her laugh like that. Yeah, she doesn't like. I don't think she likes laughing. Oh, is that what it camera, is? Camera, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because it wasn't quite. A, it was quite a natural laugh, wasn't yep, it? I noticed. Yep. Uh, what was your least favorite scene? As we said before, the trope of Dawn overhearing Buffy. And run and storming off and getting yeah, like, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't like when Joyce was telling off um, Buffy for not babysitting Dawn and for taking her to a crime um, a cr- scene. <laughs> you took it to a crime scene, <laughs> yeah, because Buffy didn't want to take her in the first place, and Joyce made her take her. Yeah. And then Joyce yelled at her for taking her to the place that she said she was going to go. Oh, parents, huh? Am I right? <laughs> yeah. No idea. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. You can't win. Exactly. Uh, favorite quote? Uh, so, go. we're going with Harmony again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harmony talking to Spike. Harmony says, I'm not going to make the same mistakes you did. I've been doing my homework. I've been reading books and stuff. And Spike replies with, what? Evil for dummies. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got Buffy and Giles. Um, Buffy's like, how bored were you last year? And Giles' response is, 
I watched Passions with Spike. Let's never speak of that again. Mm, passions. <laughs> uh, who gets the wooden spoon? I guess Harmony has to get it. Uh, I'm going to give it to the terrifying Harmony gang. <laughs> <laughs> well, they actually were quite intimidating. But yeah, but don't go after the Slayer. Like, that's... <sighs> Well, Spike tried to warn her, like, you know, everyone's tried to do this and failed terribly and she was so ill-prepared for it mm. that she was just never going to get anywhere near it. And recycling the worst plan ever, <laughs> kidnap a friend and hold him for ransom and set a trap. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's when he mockingly said that, suggestion, yeah. and, and she's like, no, we're not going to do that. And, yeah, and she great, good news, guys. i got a plan. <laughs> Uh, who's the MVP of the episode? Well, let's go Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. Just going Buffy with that one. Um, and what do you rate this episode out of 10? I gave it three horse carousel unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she used to stab the guy. Mort, yes. Mort. And she even looks at it like, what the, what the hell is this thing? Yep. <laughs> she just saw a pointy wooden thing and thought, oh, I can use that. Yep. And then realized what it actually was. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? And then she, she kind of tells off Harmony as well. It's like, don't come after me. Yeah. Sort of that warning of, you've been an idiot. Yeah. Like, be smart about this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Almost Doctor Who-ish in some ways. You know, warning <laughs> warning the villains not to fuck with them because it's going to end badly for you, right? I'm yeah. just telling you now, you know, just, just walk away, you know. Yeah. Don't bait me like this. Yeah. So. Actually, it's probably more something Rick, and Rick would do. Actually. Yes, yes. Rick, Rick does it all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, you're gonna go do that hell? <laughs> I went with uh-huh. four out of ten gold lame pants. Oh, the nice pants. Those pants were hot. Can we give round applause? Pants. Yeah. The pants. Those pants were so hot. <laughs> hot pants. <laughs> Not hot pants, but they were hot pants. They well, she looked pretty hot in them. She did. She looked pretty, she looked gorgeous actually in this <laughs> yes. episode, I have to yeah. say. They doled her up really well. Yeah. 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 Big fan of harmony. <laughs> yes. What's she doing these days anyway? She's still um, acting. I think she sort of does a lot of the conventions and stuff. Yeah. I don't think she really acts anymore. Mm. That's it. Well, that's it. Oh, geez, that is a very short episode, Eddie. <laughs> well, I don't know. There's not really much to. Yeah, no point yammering on about nothing. Well, I don't. As I said, it's a pretty meh episode. There's not a lot of deeper, yeah, meaning into it. I think that's intentional, though. Mm. I think. I think. I think it's meant to be a bit of a lighter. You know, it is one of the kind of lighter mm. episodes. Yeah. As the series will start getting more and more. Serious towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, wrap this up, Eddie. Sure. Just thing. do it. Yep. Okay. Well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to us tonight. We are Nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. I'm Edwina. And if you want to find us, Eddie, no. you can find us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. There is a Facebook group, and you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, please follow the link tree in the, on the socials to our merch store. Is that it? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's all? Okay. And of course, like, share, subscribe, blah, 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 blah. Those things that everyone says, all right? <laughs> Those annoying things. All right. Yeah. We'll wrap it up there. Take care. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Grr. Grr. Grr.
Daddy remembered to pick me up the sweetest little unicorn. 